Welcome to this week's podcast. It's a very unusual podcast this week, but it's a really entertaining one. Included in today's podcast is myself, Ben Coates, the famous Mr. Paul Spicer, and a musical artist, somebody called Kylie Minogue. Although we obviously couldn't play her song that she was introducing for copyright reasons. You'll hear a lot of cuts and takes from the Black Country Radio afternoon. So please do bear with us. Please do understand the cuts are there for the obvious reasons. Uh, and also, please do thank Steve Parker for this fantastic coverage for our wonderful industry. And also to Mr. Spice himself for arranging it. And last but by no means least, thank you to every single one of you that took part in this event. Here's our Black Country Radio experience as it was on the radio, just minus the songs. Thank you. See you soon. It's all about you, Black Country Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. It's me, Steve Parker, with you with music and conversation for the next few hours. So we start today with uh, a couple of hours of uh, conversation. As always, this time we're going for another panel discussion. We know you enjoyed those a few weeks ago. And uh, being the challenging type that I am, I've only got eight people with me, uh, two in the studio and uh, six on Zoom. What could possibly go wrong? They're all from the events and entertainment industries, uh, how they've survived, what were they doing before? Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? All that kind of stuff. So, with any luck, I'll get the names right at the start. Paul Spicer, Ben Coates, Matthew Humphreys, Ashley Yates, Caroline Brumwell, Dave Doolin, Paul Newton and Charlotte Elizabeth. Am I getting nods of approval? Yes? Oh, they're even waving, if only you could see. Uh, they'll be exchanging tales of uh, bravery, stoicism, entrepreneurship and uh, good humour with us for the next few hours. Really interesting. Um, pay attention to that. Let's have a whiz round and get to know the uh, guests that we've got with us this afternoon. Uh, with any luck, I know. Yes, use the right fader, Steve, and it'll all be okay. There we are. Um, first of all, the man who's uh, put all of this together uh, this afternoon, uh, been with us on the show once before. Uh, but, Paul, people might have forgotten who you are and what you do. So, afternoon, Paul Spicer. Good afternoon, Steve. Thank you for having me back. Thank you. You were so well behaved last time. If, if you hadn't have been, you know. Anything. Yeah, then this wouldn't be happening, would it? It wouldn't. It probably wouldn't be happening, indeed. Uh, so uh, remind people about you. We're going to come on to your business later. We need to know some interesting things about you. Okay, so I am Paul the Sound Guy Spicer, and uh, I have been running a company called LMP Sound for the last 17 years, doing sound, lighting, staging for all types of events across the UK and Ireland, and that's what I primarily did before COVID hit. Before COVID hit, and then you did some daft things like has it got you been married for six months or something now or yeah so um we were quite fortunate that we managed to get married in february uh, i always keep saying that i'm uh, very fortunate for that we're not one of the unfortunate ones that the uh, weddings have been postponed but we got married on the 10th of feb so we've actually spent uh, more than six months married and we are still happily married and uh, considering we spent five months so then pretty much in lockdown can prove that our marriage will probably get through anything yeah a number of people have had that kind of thing of suddenly <laughs> Not yeah. saying goodbye to the to the other half during the day, and then and then coming back and having no break at all. So, uh, so well done. Yeah, this is Thank good. You. This is good grounding and foundations. Uh, Ben's next in the studio. Ben, afternoon. Good afternoon, Steve. How are we? I'm um, all right so far, but you know, there's lots of time for it to all go wrong, isn't there? <laughs> um, um, first time we met, and uh, maybe the listeners don't know. Is tell us some things about you. So yeah, my name's Ben Coates. I run a media company. We do a lot of media during the events. Uh, and just before lockdown in February, we decided to invest in becoming drone, a drone pilot. And the drone has looked really good in the cupboard, to be fair. But uh, what do you do? Uh, we have been getting back out there slowly, of course. But yeah, just before lockdown, we, we, we qualified with the permission for commercial operations from the Civil Aviation Authority. So you've, you've still been playing with the, with the drones, though, just, you know, because it's a bit of a boy's toy apart from a business, isn't it? Um, no comment, just in case any of my customers are listening. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it is a boy's toy. But of course, the, the, the problem you have is that legally, we probably could have gone out with the drone during lockdown. But morally, is it right? And morally, it can cost your business a little bit more than legally. So uh, there you go. But So we just downed it in the cupboard and made it look pretty in the cupboard on our pink box. And uh, time will come when you can do it. See, so we've got honest people here, honest, caring people. Let's see if that'll change when I go to... Well, oh, hang on a minute. Some of them haven't got names on the top. So the, there's a man with a hat on who's waving. Um, he, he can start. And then uh, whoever wants to go second, third, fourth, or fifth, or sixth, or however many we've, we've gathered together, we'll just go through it. 
Okay, who's um, who's first? I'll, I'll take the man with the hat option. Um, I'm Paul Newton. I'm a magician, a mind reader, and a hypnotist, and I specialize in stealing people's PIN numbers and passwords. Uh, so I do keynote talks all over the place. But once COVID hit from around about middle of March, uh, we haven't been allowed to have crowds of people together. So all of my work is around crowds of people and all of that kind of disappeared mid-March. It's been an interesting time, a bit of a scary time for myself and a lot of my friends. Um, I, I just hope we get out the other side of it soon. Yeah, we're going to have a good chat about that stuff. So being a mind reader, you, you knew you were going to be first anyway, didn't you really? Um, well, yeah, you know, you wear the hat and people just pick on you for I just, I'll have to try it myself because I'm the one that's ignored at the back of the room most of the time. Uh, lady on the top right. Um, any, okay, you, somebody's put that up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm top right on my screen. Um, hi, I'm Caroline Bramwell. I'm actually um, a sponsored triathlete and an inspirational speaker. Um, and I'm finding the impact at the moment is that all the races that I was due to take part in this year have cancelled and been postponed. So I'm finding, obviously, uh, I've lost a lot of momentum with what I do with my training. I mean, my day job in PR and marketing and events is obviously still ticking very, very slowly over. But the impact for me has been the races are not happening, which means I've lost momentum. Um, and also my speaking gigs, because I'm an inspirational speaker, and that just died a death instantly. The moment we had lockdown, everybody just cancelled, and still are at the moment. Climbing, so um, lots to talk about. So uh, when you, when you, what were you training for, a triathlete? Yeah, I do everything up to full Ironman triathlons. So, triathlete. Uh, yeah, so at the moment, Everything I had in my calendar has been cancelled and shuffled back a year. And have you still been? Have you still been doing training? I know a few people who had been admitted, uh, accepted uh, to the London Marathon and things like that. Uh, bit difficult to to keep yourself motivated to do all that hard work, isn't it? That's the difficulty. When you've got a goal for a race, then you're training towards it. So with those all moving constantly, it has been really difficult to keep the training up. A lot of my swim training is in a pool, and of course, all of those have shut down. Yeah. So, you know, there's been no swimming. So really, it's just been getting out with the dog and doing a little bit of running. But with no big focus in mind, I'm very conscious that mentally I've taken my foot off the pedal. So uh, it will be good when events are coming back and that will be very slow before we can see large groups of people coming together to race again. Yeah, it's, re it's really tough in terms of that, isn't it? You get a touch of the wise if you don't have a, a name to. Um, Matthew, thankfully for me, the names have just come up on my screen. Uh, Matthew, tell us about you. Good afternoon, Steve. Hi. Yeah, um, we run a small uh, events company doing mainly photo booths and magic mirrors for weddings and corporate events. So um, we've been very badly hit since 17th of March. We normally do about 100 weddings a year. Um, and so I think we've had about 65 weddings postponed at the moment, which is distressing for us as a company but it's we've had brides and they're in tears because their venues have cancelled their venues have gone bust um we've had brides who have now rescheduled three times for their wedding and it's just it's it's heartbreaking for us but i think it's even worse for the uh the brides the, the, the client in this situation who isn't part of the bigger picture that we are in the events industry and we can see what's going on yeah um, and i think their story is quite often forgotten because the stress they're under organizing a wedding anyway and then they've got this to put up with. Um, so I say we've lost about 65 weddings this year, about 20 corporate events where we were entertaining guests, and the war's just stopped. Okay. Um, we also do some some freelance AV work. So again, free events. I was lucky I had a day's work yesterday for a small political event, uh, 28 people in the room, um, but there aren't enough things happening because people don't want them to happen for all obvious reasons okay so i do feel sorry for the brides they don't really understand what's happening they're not in the detail that we're getting getting every day and they just don't understand why people aren't able to put events on okay well we're going to cover some all of that in uh, some more detail afterwards um who should we go to next dave doolin hi there you're right uh yeah tell us tell us some interesting things about you and then we'll come to your business in a in the next segment well i've got three elements uh, three hats. Paul's got one, I've got three. Uh, one is events, one is travel, and the other one is media consultancy. So COVID hasn't really been great uh, when when you think about it. Events, as uh, Caroline said, has pretty much died to death. 
and in travel there's just been pretty much a constant battle put the two together our biggest event this year was uh, meant to be euro 2020 okay so that's been an interesting one um, let, let me come back to you and all of you um and we'll we'll expand on more of that i just want to get some introductions out of the way um time to make a song and dance about charlotte elizabeth i think isn't it is that does that help you charlotte tell us about you Yep, so I'm Charlotte Elizabeth and I'm a crazy person that runs two dance businesses because one's not enough, so I have kids dance classes but I also help couples to create their first dance and have those memories that last a lifetime as well as those themed hen parties which are the most craziest fun two hours ever. It, it almost doesn't sound like work and I have to tell listeners, on uh, uh, some of these are on Zoom and on, on the screen where the names have now come up. Uh, I've got the pleasure of looking at Dave Wonky Sheep all for afternoon. That's that'll keep me going if anything goes wrong. Thanks for that. Uh, Ashley Yates is with us. I'm, I can't see you on the screen, but I'm guessing you're still there, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, hi, Paul. I, I, I think I've um, dialed into the wrong Zoom because um, I'm meant to be doing a driving awareness course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. No, I'm Ashley Yates. Um, till till about four o'clock on the 20th of March, I used to supply live entertainment um, all over the UK, and I used to do uh, some tours and organise music festivals. Um, but that all stopped on the 20th of March, the day the music died. Uh, well, you've already impressed us with the opening line anyway, so uh, looking forward to talking to you all this afternoon. Uh, stay with me. I'll come straight back to you. We're talking to uh, company owners, businesses out of the events and entertainment industry here and how they've gone. Um, talking to them just before the rate, we learned a little bit about uh, them and their sense of humour as well. Um, so, uh, Ben, I know many, many of you are uh, going along nicely. You'd spent ages building up your own business and uh, and then all of a sudden it stopped. Um, what on earth, what sort of effect does that have on you and how on earth have you coped with it? Well, the first thing, Steve, is that the whiteboard start the whiteboard starts uh, becoming quite empty. You just delete an event after event from it, and obviously that, that's harrowing to see for any business because that's your work in progress board. Very early on in the process, though, you learn to adapt, and Zoom has become a lot of people's friends. And Paul, who I'm sat next to here, Paul Spicer, very kindly set up the event for him, which is why we're all here today. And I got involved really early on with it because you can sit on these forums and watch and, and let others do the work or you can get involved and, and you know, increase your own visibility. And for some reason, uh, I, I can host and I can make people laugh, I think. So Paul asked me to do a podcast. And Steve, you've obviously been a guest of ours and, you know, we were honoured to have you on our podcast. And what we're doing now is allowing people to tell the country what they're going through because... It is a problem shared, is a problem halved. And if we can share it through the podcast within friends, then there's a lot of support going on. And we've seen a lot of comments on these podcasts from people saying, we're in the same situation, we've done this. And we did one this week with Mr. Newton in the hat. And he, he basically said, tag me, call me. I may tell you to go and work for a supermarket, but I'll tell you a way out. And if I can't, then we will put it to the forum. And it's support like that that gets people through. Uh Yep, fantastic. Uh, Paul, your thoughts on it? So I kind of, well, I'm going to be brutally honest here. Two weeks prior to the lockdown was when things started to go a bit odd and we started losing bookings left, right and centre. So this is even before they've announced the lockdown and I literally lost £52,000 worth of business in the space of like seven days. That is a very scary thing to happen. And... I decided, I don't know why I decided, but I went and did a Facebook Live um, to basically say, and this was the day before lockdown was announced, to say, look, this is happening to the events industry. It's going to be happening to lots of people. This is what's happening now, prior. Um, this is going to be serious stuff. And I got tons of phone calls, emails, messages saying, this is amazing, thank you for being so honest. Um, and... From there, we built this group up, the forum, etc. But, you know, like everyone, I've had up, down, up days, down days. Uh, you know, some weeks are great. You think you're getting somewhere and you're allowed to do a certain amount of stuff with what the government announced and then it gets whipped from you under, like the rug's pulled away from your legs. 
I've had some days where I really wanted to quit over the last couple of uh, months, but it, it's been the people in the group, the people I talked to, the clients and everyone that uh, have helped me keep going. And there's been, thankfully, more good days than bad days, but it ain't half been a roller coaster, Steve. Yeah. Uh, right, just want to hold that thought. I'm going to come to the rest of the group. If you if you get your thoughts together on um, on how you've been feeling mentally and how on earth you've got through it, because it is your company, it is your life, and it is very difficult. And that's something that hasn't been talked about generally in conversation. Uh, we'll take a, a quick break for a couple of minutes, and then I'll come to the rest of the panel that we've uh, put together. Black Country Radio. Welcome back, near, near enough uh, quarter to two. Uh, one of the things we do on the uh, this show on a Friday afternoon is talk to real businesses and real people. And as you've heard from uh, Ben and Paul so far, you know, there is an emotion in it. It is our life and it is our livelihoods. And it's, it's not just hiding behind a corporate identity. And that's why people generally like dealing with it. So uh, di- difficult subject, isn't it? Um, Charlotte, do you want to tell us how it affected you, first of all? Oh, um so I very quickly became aware that I didn't really have a client base and that's because I've done lots of moving around. I only fully moved to um, the Kidderminster area just before Christmas. So I was gearing up to launch everything and lockdown happened. So kind of adapted and put things online, but sadly no one in the local community actually know that I exist. Um, so couldn't get any government funding. I survived on a bounce back loan. My part-time job, I survived on my furlough. I have, And I say survived because I have literally survived on it. It wasn't enough to cover a lot of my bills. So I had to get payment plans in place with a lot of my funding providers. Um, and it it's slowly getting better now. And my classes are slowly about to finally launch although they are going to have to stay online temporarily until venues reopen. A lot of the venues have now turned around and gone, oh, actually, we're not opening yet. Um, so, yeah, it's been a very challenging time for me of not having a client base and trying to get people in, like I say, in the local area, knowing that I actually exist and what I can offer to the local community. Yeah, we've had a couple of... Um companies who've been on the show in the, in the last few weeks who started just before or during COVID. So uh, well done on you for still sounding cheerful. And I suppose any job, you then have to be a happy, smiley face, even though you don't feel like it. And that's a, that's adding to the challenge, isn't it? Yes, you absolutely do. There, there is nothing worse than feeling rubbish and then having to teach kids. You have to be that bubbly Mr. Tumble OTT children's entertainer because kids pick up on it you could be having a bad day but the good thing is they also lift you out of your bad day so it's kind of a a catch-22 of they're not always what you want to be doing when you feel bad but they're the best thing to do when you feel bad because you come away like a cheshire cat i know what you mean um caroline how's it affected you for me um i suppose i've got two teenage kids so it doesn't matter in my view, it didn't matter how it affected me. I had to be very conscious of how it was affecting my children. Uh, one was just started at the college and that got locked down. The other one was in her pre-GCSE year. So for me, I found I kind of put my own thoughts about it to the back and brought the children forward. They were my focus. I need them to get through this. Lockdown for the kids has been really quite difficult with not seeing their friends. Um, But I've also found that I'm very much work from a home office anyway. So my day-to-day operation didn't feel much different. But what I did do is took on some learnings from a friend of mine, Cros Crisley, which is about relax. What's going to happen is going to happen. You've got to just deal with things uh, and focus on what you want to happen. So for me, my focus was getting my children happy going through this but also for me what can I do different the way I work so I actually took more time out in the mornings uh, going out for a walk with the dog with my kids and it was actually that time to just relax and think well you know I can't change what's happened to us right now Um, it's how I deal with it it's how any of us deal with it that's important Mm. so for me it was like right I've got to focus what we can do so I'm a can-do person anyway so for me it was make sure the kids are happy let's get out with the dog I sit down at my desk 
uh, about 10 in the morning to start my work. But I've also pivoted. So whereas I'm a published author, I thought differently, how can I help others? And I've actually taken my knowledge and now coaching other people to, to write, basically. Well, and again, Zoom. This has been a the godsend for so many businesses, yeah. being able to help more people. Well, I'm looking forward in the in the second hour. We're going to be talking particularly about how you've all adapted and how you've picked yourselves up, dusted yourselves off. Um, who else wants to comment on this, Dave? You, you're looking to say you've got some uh, some thoughts. It's, it's been a mixed bag uh, for me, and I think mainly because I'm lucky because I've got three elements of the business: the travel, the events, and the media consultancy. You know, people would say in the past, "Well, how can you have three different businesses? How does that work?" And this is a key time that shows when it when it has worked because when two have really sort of gone down and, and slumped, the other one is still going. So you've had that sort of um, backup to, to keep you going. And, and you know, yeah, I will talk about adapting uh, for in, in the next hour, as you say. However, the one key thing for me, I, I think, that, which makes me luckier than others, is that. The, the travel side, the biggest thing for us is was Euro 2020. Um, now, obviously, that's gone off to next year. But for us, 90% of the people who were going next year wanted to carry on. Uh, so we're going this year, wanted to carry on next year. So by moving everything over, that relieves a massive, massive pressure. Yeah, it gives you a little, yeah, it gives you that little bit of uh, of comfort. And uh, if they'd have all disappeared, that would have been, uh, yeah. I, I think people are going to want their sport more and more. Crikey, I I get excited about watching Halzo in town on a Saturday. So, you know, it's not quite up with Euro Twenty. I'm getting excited now because we might be playing the FA Trophy uh, semi final and possibly final over the next week. And uh, whether I'm there as a commentator or whether I'm there as a fan, you know, it it. That'll be a complete escapism for me, and we need we need that all more. Uh, all more. A couple of uh, two or three quick comments from the rest of you. I'll give you more time in the second hour, as as ever we're governed by the clock. Um, who wants to comment next on how they've? Uh, okay. Um, yep. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll be blatantly honest with you, and I don't mind that these people knowing this because I, hopefully this will help somebody else. But when when we start to lock down. I, I went into a massive downward spiral. I, I'm an entertainer. I love being in front of crowds. I love getting the audience's reaction. And having that taken away from me was just like my whole life being pulled away from me. In the first two weeks, I, I, yeah, I think if I'd been checked out, I probably would have been classed as depressed. Um, but the thing that changed my world for me was I made a garden table out of some pallets. And I started doing things that I haven't done for years. And I started being a bit crafty and doing things a bit differently. And you know what? I was making a planter for my wife out of some other pallets. And I then started to realize that actually people still need my help. People still need my knowledge. I've just got to deliver it in a different way. And and like these guys have said, Zoom and, and you know, other video conferencing platforms are, are available. available. Yes. Um, but th things like that meant that we could start getting in front of the audiences. Uh, the people I'm worried about now are the theatres who have been told they're not opening again this year. Yeah, that must you know, be... The people uh, who are on zero-hours contracts and yeah. no government grants to help them. Um, and some of my buddies who have been in really strong jobs for over 10 years are now being made redundant. Because yes. they, they work for these places. See, if I was a real presenter, I'd be saying that you'd found a way of making COVID-19 less palatable, wouldn't I, really? But, uh, but it would... Sorry, it would have been... It would have been a shame to waste it, and I don't have a producer, so I'll just get told off afterwards. Uh, yeah, so that's fine. I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to miss the stage. moment there. I felt like, you know, the listener knows that the... Uh, standards of humour on this show uh, there's there's no bottom to them uh, so I thought I'd try that uh, Matthew <laughs> tell me some of your thoughts yeah I think the, uh, the the big issue for us were, or me personally was the first few weeks we didn't really know what was happening and it was all out of our control if your business fails because you've done something wrong yourself you can take a step back give yourself a kick and, and fix it and sort it out but when somebody is saying your business has got to stop operating, your clients can't operate, your venues are closed, your um, your couples can't get married, and there's nothing you can do about it, and people are phoning up saying, well, we might move our wedding, we might cancel it, 
what can you do? We spoke to the venue, they're saying all will be okay by August. We're going to reschedule to August and June comes around, they're doing that again. It was a lack of lack of information and lack of control that we were in. Um, I, like Paul, I went into a fairly dark place in about week four or week five uh, because of the not knowing what's going on. Continual phone calls from people saying, we're changing this, we're changing that. Oh, can you move our date? And you've just got to work with the brides and grooms and corporate clients and cooperate it. But we didn't know where we were going. And to some degree, we still don't know where we're going. Venues aren't giving out information. Some venues aren't opening at all. Uh, some venues still can't contact because they're on furlough. And we rely on venues, clients rely on venues, and brides rely on venues. Um, it's the lack of knowledge that really got to me. As I said, if it was something I'd done wrong in the business, I'd have turned around, kicked myself and started again, but it wasn't. Right. Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that. We're, we're going to look at all the positive sides or some of it uh, during the second hour. Uh, now, we've had a word with the people who run in the speed awareness courses and they said they can let, uh, they can let Ashley out for two minutes and, uh, and then he's got to go to the news. So, Ashley, uh, I, I don't want to, you know, tell us your thoughts in a couple of minutes. Uh, well, I made a colossal investment into the UK drinks industry um, and, and, and drank all of it because, it, the, the, like they've all said, it, everything has been, it's rubbish. Every phone call, it was rubbish. Um, there was nothing to do. Um, it was all bad news. It was all doom and gloom. I had conversations with Paul. He knows this. And it's still, it's the uncertainty. There are, there are rays of hope now. Um, there's some shows going on again. There are things happening, but but from uh, for a lot of businesses I know, they, they just haven't been able to open because it's not sustainable with what's with what's going on, and and that's been the difficult thing um, is 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 the not knowing. Oh, I, I know there was a comedy night um, last night. Uh, that I was invited to. They had 80 people in, and yet the punters were turning up. Going, I thought they were only allowed 30. In. And you could see there was yeah. people were hesitant there about what was going on. They want live entertainment. They've got to go out and support it because the people like us who are putting these things on are doing it correctly. We're putting all the safeguards in place and we're bringing back live entertainment. But if the people don't support us, there will be no live entertainment. Ashley, that's, uh, that's, yeah, forgive me for cutting you off. I do have to go to the news at uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, I'll give you more of a chance. You'll be the first person I'll speak to in the second hour. Uh, thanks to all of you for now. In conversation with uh, brave people from the events and entertainment industry for the first couple of hours. And uh, hearing their tales and real-life examples of uh, real business. And we're going to go back to one of them now. We're going to get, try and get some positivity out of this as things appear to be uh, uh, going through. Um, let's start with Oino. Uh, Paul, tell me, um, you've adapted your business really well. Um, tell us some positive things and uh, things that, that are going to take you forward. Mate, positive things. Well, uh, number one, uh, I... I I've decided to write a book about the cybersecurity stuff that I do. So I stop uh, scammers taking people's money and getting into their bank accounts. And I teach people how to stop them as much as I can. Uh, and I decided to launch a book. Now, I needed money to back it and money to make it work in the first place. So what I did is some friends encouraged me to do a crowdfund. And the aim was to hit about two grand and try and get a grant as well to help that. It ended up hitting nearly £7,000 wow. just to launch my book. Mate, I'll be honest, it was a, it saved my business, absolutely saved me. Um, also, I help run a networking group every two weeks. It's all around events, entertainment and the hospitality industry. Um, it costs a massive amount of £6 to come along to it. And, and do you know what? We're already building a network of people in our industry that are helping each other and we're working together and we're going to come through this stronger. It's going to make it uh, really useful. Uh, the sort of camaraderie and the friendship of the of the group that Paul has set up and you're all you're all contributing is is uh, brilliant. Uh, who wants to do uh, another bit of positivity? Matthew, can you find anything to be positive about? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, like Paul says, I've done a lot of networking. I met some fantastic people. Um, what has been very apparent is because we're all in the same boat, if you jump on a group and say, look guys, I need some help doing this, who can help me? Somebody will phone you up, message you and say, yeah, you help me out when I need this and I'll do that for you now. So everyone's been really good at working together. Um, I've got somebody working on my website at the moment. 
and the deal I've done with them is they can have some equipment off me when the world wakes up to normal. Um, and it's just been really supportive. If we hadn't got the, these groups that we're all members of, when we were all in lockdown and self-employed, sat at your home on your own, it just gets very lonely and very boring. But these groups have been absolutely fantastic. I have met people who are, I now consider really good friends. I've only ever met them in the virtual world, most of them. I did a, a net walking event um, last week, no, this week, uh, bumped into 15 people I'd only met online, and it was like we'd known each other for years. And I think that's one of the aspects that's really good out of this is that we've all made some really good contacts some really good friends. And it's because we're all in the same situation together. Um, we, we're also working on some new products to take advantage of some of the kit that we've got lying around. That will be coming out shortly. So I think we all went on this curve. We had this sort of doom and gloom for a few weeks thinking, what on earth are we going to do? The phone didn't start ringing saying, I'm canceling this, I'm moving that, my wedding's been postponed. Then we all got together and sort of shook ourselves up and came back out the other side. But say, if it wasn't for Paul's group, I think a lot of us have been a mess and we've met some fantastic people. So for me, that is a positive. People support people. And then there was the, um, yeah, some really good points. And and then there was the thought that Zoom would take over everything. But we've, we've all still got this need to meet people. And like you say, I think, I think we'll all be meeting in person and maybe we'll... We'll all be taking our dogs along to walks and everything like that because we, crikey, we've needed our animals, haven't we, over the last uh, the last few months? Um, you know, I built in uh, with my schedule. I, when you're only allowed to walk for about an hour, uh, an hour, hour and a half a day, uh, I built it into my schedule. Now, you know, I'm. I shouldn't be saying this on live radio, but it's difficult to get a meeting with me about two o'clock because that's my dog's time now, you know, and I need my dog's therapy and I worked really hard before and, the re and really, really hard afterwards. Um, and the trouble is, as those of you who've got animals know, um, the dog tells you that it's their time as well, don't they? They yeah, come they up and say, hang on a minute, I don't care, you've got a meeting, it's my time now. So we need all that uh, bit of therapy. I I'll take uh, one more and then I'll, I'll play some adverts for it. Um... Caroline or Charlotte, who wants to go next? I could, well, for me, it's funny, you're talking about dogs. Actually, dogs was a big positive for me. I've got a dog, she's a rescue, and we've had to work with her since we've had her in the last year. But actually getting out onto the beach uh, every morning has actually helped her social um, environment. The dog has had more social gatherings than I have. But actually, like you say, it's brought together new friendships because I've met so many new dog walkers living in the same town we've never met before and become really good friends. And again, we've spun off uh, a Facebook group, two of us just chatting on the beach about things that are happening in the world. And it's stemmed another Facebook group for, for women, that one is, to, to just realise that anything's possible. And uh, so I think the positives are the friendships we've made when we have gone out because we are all in the same boat. So my dog has been good in that respect, but she was also became my training partner. As you say, the dog needs to go out at a certain time of day and my dog likes to run, she's a lurcher. So uh, I actually ended up with a new way of having her tied to me so that we can run together. So for me, it's just refocused. The positive is looking at next year. My calendar is already full with races for next year. And now my book's out. I'm helping others write their books. I'm out a lot more with my dog. You know, I think it's been positive. My brain has relaxed, but that's made me more productive as well. So I'm getting more done in a shorter space of time. Uh, yeah, that's really good. Um, right, I'm going to come to you, the rest of you, in a couple of minutes' time. But um, a few people last week commented when uh, Claire Hill was on and I made her um, say hello to a horse or a donkey. Um, does anybody want to mention the name of their... Can we have a quick uh, animal whip around us to... Uh, so that... Uh, because, look, you know, you've told the dog that you come in on the radio this afternoon. Uh, we've got to give names of, uh, of dogs. Just bear with me a second. Uh, OK, what's... You were, you were telling us about your dog. Uh, the, what's the lurcher's name? Hulu. Lulu the Lurcher. Lulu the Lurcher. Any uh, other contributions for animals? Yep. Yeah, I've got Sammy. Sammy or Jack Russell. Sammy or Jack Russell. Um, Matthew, have you know any animals? Yeah, we, we got we got two pet rabbits who have spent a lot of time in the garden there at Noise Bend, and uh, they're called Honey and Oscar, and they belong to the kids. Um, Dave, you mu any animals? No. No, fair enough. Storm sweet. I, I bet Ashley's got an animal. He sounds like a, an animal type person. We, we normally have cats, um, uh, none at the moment, but saying that, there's a stray one turned up 
that uh, I went and fed this morning, a, a young black cat. So oh. I'm guessing at some point in the next few months it will be uh, will have made its way into the house. Next, next time I ask you, that, that'll be where it came from. Uh, Paul, Ben, have you got any dogs to cut? I've got uh, two. I've taken on two rescue greyhounds. We lost ours in January and we've got Tiger and Bo. And just before you do go to Paul, Steve, Paul obviously owns the Forum Dog. So over to Paul. Uh, yeah, the uh, the forum mascot, also known as Mojo Jojo. So this is a big shout out to Mojo Jojo, also known as the Little Man. There you go. Yeah. See, um, so uh, for those who are saying, "Oh, it's all business," and it isn't. It's about people and, and dogs, and we and dogs and animals and things like that. We'll be right back in a second. This is Black Country Radio, local radio made in the Black Country. Black Country Radio. Uh, right, uh, back to our panel for the next uh, bits of conversation. We've done the, we've done the animals and the pets bit. Um, I think we were looking for some of the uh, positivity, weren't we? Um, Ashley, um, again, we've dragged Hello. you, we've dragged you out from the from the driver awareness course, and uh, and any other things that you've got into trouble about over the over the last few things. Um, Tell us some positive thoughts from yours. I know it must be really difficult with everything still being being up in the air, but um, but you managed to keep yourself going and, and you're sounding cheerful. Uh, tell us something positive that you're looking forward to or that you're trying to do. The main positive uh, for us is we put a show out called A Black Country Night Out, which we've been putting out for over 20 years, um, which over the years has featured all the greats um, from the black country uh, entertainment comedy scene. And, and still today has got has got the cream of the crop. And so that's going to be uh, Litchfield Garrick. Um, so it's on tour. It's, it's part of its worldwide tour. So it's going moving over to Litchfield. Uh, on the 12th of November, Litchfield Garrick is opening in November. They are putting shows on socially distanced. So, you know, that, that what's great about that is we've got five acts out there working again who haven't really worked since um, February and March. And, and it's uh, people can go out and see live entertainment again. Now, the rest of the tour, unfortunately, has had to be postponed until next year. But it, it's a start. It's getting people back out there. And as I said before, that's what it's all about. People have got to got to go out. You know, we, we've tried to say to people, if you've got a big garden, if you've got a car park, if you've got a field, book an act, do something, get together with some friends, book an act, just help out the industry but also it's helping you out getting back to some kind of normality and some kind of wellness um and that's where we are at the moment it, but it, it's it's a long way off going back to how it was at the start of the year or the end of last year but it it will get back it's just going to take its time yeah we we don't often appreciate that i don't i don't know how old you are whether it dating it but i remember the the original black country night out at what was then the Robin One, wasn't it? And all those sort of places down there. Uh, there wasn't a Robin Two in those days where Mary Hill Shopping Centre was. Um, so uh, great if you're if you're doing all that. Well, well done. And and I suppose with these things, it gives you and everybody else something to look forward to, doesn't it? Well, absolutely. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it almost gives you a reason to get up, doesn't it? Because yeah. what we do and what I've done for a long time is I make, I put smiles on people's faces and it's been very difficult to do that. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you think, oh, we didn't do very well with that show. We haven't made any money. But when you see people coming out, and I know this sounds cliche, but you see the smiling faces of people coming out, you, you know, that gives you a buzz and go, we did something right there. They've enjoyed that. And, and so to be able to, to put things back into place and say to people, yeah, you know, there is some live entertainment coming. It, it, it's not as much as there used to be, but it's there and it's good stuff as well. Uh, yeah, well done on, uh, on all of that. Uh, Dave Doolin, um, and it still says wonky sheep above your head, which is always un which is, which is fine for me. Um, tell us some things that, that you want to contribute positively. There's a lot to be positive about, to be honest. I mean, when COVID struck, you could have just easily sat there and done nothing. But, you know, the instinct kicks in and it makes you do stuff. So, you know, during the whole period through that, I've done a couple of things that I hadn't had time to do. For example, like self-teaching to do video editing and things like that. Joining the networks, which... Uh, I've been meaning to do for a long time, and that's you know how I've like met the likes of the two Pauls, Caroline, Charlotte, etc. You, you know, and there's potentially things coming off on that, and it's all about working towards next year now. There's a lot of things being worked in in the pipeline, um, at various different stages. If they all come off, 
you know, it's going to be a really, really good year. And earlier I, I mentioned about the, the euros and, you know, we only lost 10% of uh, the people who were uh, due to go this year. For next year, we filled that 10% and added it by another 47%. So there's lots that's been going on and it's about being proactive. And I think it's the only way, uh, you know, to come through this. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, I mean, you know, there is a downside. Hell's own town won't be at the Euros. But, you know, if we even get to Wembley, it'll keep a chap from Starbridge happy. Uh, Charlotte Elizabeth, dancing, teaching. Uh, you must be getting a lot of comfort from this gang and the wider gang. And uh, and how positively, what, what are you most looking forward to over the next few months and into next year? Yeah, this gang have definitely um, kept me sane for one during the lockdown. Um, sadly, I lost a very close relative at the beginning of lockdown, so they were my massive support network of dealing with that because of the regulations with COVID. I couldn't go and say goodbye. I couldn't go to the funeral. was still very not able to see them after and kind of do the, your typical family support. So these guys massively helped me through that. Um, in the next coming months, I'm looking forward to getting back to teaching, getting those little ones, um, having their confidence, bring them out of their shells, their butterflies and, and everything that dance gives them. So I'm really looking forward to getting back to that, whether that is via Zoom or face to face. Um, my on-demand library is staying for life. So even if you're not local to me, you can still learn to dance with me from home. So just very much getting back into doing the thing that I love doing in whatever capacity that might be. So there's a few opportunities from networking that have now paid off and they will be kicking off in the next few weeks. So yeah, a few months of doom and gloom, but it's it's finally going to be kicking off in the right direction. Yeah, when you, when you see some light at the end of the tunnel, and as with all entertainment, some of the things we took uh, for granted before are going to be even more important now if we, if we just take the Black Country um, night out. You know, um, those were something you did are oh, just because, yeah, and, and you didn't look forward to them for ages, but I think we're going to start looking forward to them. You know, if you've got a ticket for that, and you think, hey, that's a that's the first night out I've had for, for weeks and months, and I think artists are going to be more and more appreciated. Uh, right, we're going to have more conversation after the 2.30-ish uh, news, um, but I thought, you know, I thought we'd round somebody up to introduce her new single. I said, look, Kylie, we've got a group of people coming on. If you'd like to say hello to them and introduce your new tune, that would be ever so good. And uh, strangely enough she did hey everyone this is kylie and you're listening to my new single say something uh, right we're gonna have a whip round. we've had uh, eight people sharing their tales and expertise i'm sure you've enjoyed the conversation this afternoon so we need to remind ourselves who they are uh ben coates why should people get in touch with you because i am a positive per- person steve obviously we've been around the table listen to positivity and do you know that you can grow grass I didn't know you could grow... Well, yes, I do. And not, and not kill plants. It's amazing. It's oh. Lockdown's been Steve for me, so that, that's been a hell of a, uh, a view into the future for me, so obviously that's changed my domestic situation. But we are positive. The company name's called Muji's Media, um, mujismedia.co.uk, for those listening. Uh, we, do, we do everything positively. The podcast is positive. We've done some drive event, driving events around Shropshire, entertaining people in their own little pods. So... Yeah, we are doing a lot of positivity things. And, uh, of course, we are going to have a big conference virtually. We, uh, we are, and we're going to talk to uh, Paul straight after that. Uh, right, who's revving up with positivity? Uh, Charlotte Elizabeth, why do people need to get in touch with you? And what are you going to do when they do? So people need to get in touch with me because I am the only dance business in the Kidderminster area that doesn't do exams. So kids come to me to have fun, be a kid. I get to be a kid at the same time and they might learn to dance at the same time, but they'll make friends for life. To find me, you need to look up CDP Dance and you will find the most fun, inclusive and pressure-free dance classes in the world. Oh, see, I'm sure you're all uh, trying to practice on that. Uh, Caroline. I, yes, well, the reason people need to have a chat with me, first off, my racing, my triathlons, I couldn't swim five years ago because I'd suffered illness and housebound surgery, the lot. So I believe anything really is possible. So I go out and inspire others and show them that they can achieve things. All you need to do is look for carolinebramwell.co.uk and you will find me. Um, And online, I am called Iron Ostomy because of my racing. Ionostomy? How do we spell that then? Iron, I-R-O-N, 
and then ostomy, O-S-T-O-M-Y, because I have a permanent ileostomy. I have a stoma back and I don't let anything hold me back, which is why I now race. So well, I'm out to inspire you. others. No, I'm so glad we teased that out a bit. Um, that was uh, that's inspirational in itself. Uh, right, we, we are going to come to the rest of you. Just give me a couple of minutes and I'll be back with your stories straight after these. Black Country Radio. Black Country Radio, me, Steve Parker, live from the waterfront in Bridal Hill. Uh, in conversation this afternoon with a whole gang of uh, people. Um, who should we pick on? Uh, Dave Doolin, um, tell us... Uh, why people should get in touch and what they're going to find when they do? Well, people can get in touch for three reasons. Uh, we take the hassle out of organising your travel. You just ask uh, a lot of people who've had this uh, problem over the last few months. We also take the hassle out of those who are looking to uh, arrange an event by working in the background and making everything go smoothly for you. And we also make you better communicators. Because this, for anyone who has gone quiet, is probably the worst time to have done it. So you can get in touch. The website is wonkysheep.co.uk. And there's one thing that's for sure, you won't forget the name in a hurry. No, well, well done on that. Uh, Matthew, have I been to you on this one yet or not? I can't remember. No, you haven't, not yet. Well, let's do that now then. Okay. Uh, we are Imprint Photo Booths. You can find us on all your favourite search engines. Just Google Imprint Photo Booths. We have a range of nine different styles of photo booths so we can entertain your guests, provide fabulous memories and create marketing opportunities for your corporate events. Fantastic. Um, and they can, uh, remind us of the website or however, however it's best to get in touch with you. And Google us and look for imprint photo booths. We imprint memories from your event. Fantastic. Um, Ashley, I'll... Uh, oh, yes, he's just come back. See, I can actually see space now. He was on thing before. Um, tell us why people should get in touch and, and what they're going to uh, get other than a cheery person when they do. If, you, uh, if you're a venue or you've got room to put live music on, then I've got the best live bands, and they are live. It's not backing track, so I can supply those. I can work with your budget. So anybody who's looking to do that, I know the rules. I know what you can put on, what you can't do, what size room you've got. So give me a call on that. If you want to know anything about what Jasper Carrot's up to, if he's going to be touring again next year, have a look at our website or Facebook site. If you want to follow the Black Country Night Out, follow our Facebook site or website or Instagram. It's Yates Entertainment, and Yates is spelled Y-E-A-T-E-S. Just have a look at that, go on there. And if uh, you want to send me a message or you just want to chat about anything, if I can help out with a venue, give us a call. Fantastic. Nicely plugged for Jasper Carrot as well. I thought that was fair. That was fitted in rather well. And um, Paul. Paul, Thank the man with the hat. Uh, yeah, so it's Paul Newton. Uh, the company is Mental Theft. I do interesting, informative, and really scary talks on cybersecurity. So if you want to find me, you can find me at mentaltheft.co.uk or you can go onto YouTube or your favourite podcast app and just look for Mental Theft. I speak with some interesting people who scare the bejesus out of you and hopefully get your security sorted. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Uh, I'll thank you again at the end, but uh, really great of your, your contributions this afternoon. Um, what shall I do? I'll play another quick tune and then we'll, uh, we'll round it all up, including with Paul, who's kindly put these all together. Our conversation all this afternoon with a whole host of guests all pulled together by uh, Paul Spicer. So we thought we'd uh, have a last one here. Uh, first of all, Paul, you've got some uh, positivity you wanted to share as well. Yes, yeah, so um, there's been a number of things. Uh, you know, we as a, an AV company, we started to get some work back. It's very small amount of work, but uh, as Ashley was saying earlier, things are starting to happen. And we, we did our first music gig since March, literally about two, three weeks ago, an outdoor music gig. Um, we're starting to do some small little meetings and bits and pieces for the highways industry. So it, it's not coming back for everyone, but it's starting to come back and that's a good sign and it'll install confidence with everyone. Um, but I mean, the other good things are, I mean, for me, especially the positivity, just doing this group, the amount of phone calls, messages and stuff I've had from people saying, thank you for, for sorting this out and thank you for doing this. Uh, I still don't think I know the extent of how many people I may have helped just by sitting in front of a camera 
every week or so and waffling about the industry and sharing news and, and tips and stuff with this forum um, and it's it's become uh, a bit of a monster in, in, in a good way you know we've got over 300 members in the group and which as I'm, the one thing I want to get across is this is for anyone in the events industry if you supply to the events industry if you work in the industry if you're having a good time at the moment if you're having a bad time please come and join us we're all here to help each other and I know for a fact I've made new clients new suppliers and I've made some friends that if they need to pick up the phone at two o'clock in the morning and go oh my god I think I'm having a nervous breakdown can we have a chat I know I'll answer you know so just for this alone for me as well um it, it's been a, a wonderful wonderful thing uh yeah and well done to you for for doing so and uh, to the group for sharing their realistic and real life stories with us this afternoon really appreciate it with everybody um now in a, about a minute um You've decided to set up a conference as well. That's coming up soon. Yeah, so we do a number of things in the group, uh, podcasts and interviews and stuff. And we, it was decided from the group that we should try and put a conference on. So we are doing that on Saturday, the 26th of September. Um, if you want to find out more, firstly, or you want to join the Facebook group, do check out the LNP Event Group Forum. Go check that out. Uh, we'll add you as a member, get involved with discussions. But we have got a conference with four great keynote speakers. We've got a ex- Expo forum, we've got an event forum Q&A, and we are holding a virtual reality networking lunch as all part of it. And uh, for tickets, tickets start going on sale, or for more info, um, check out www.trybooking.co.uk forward slash TZL. I'll say that again, www.trybooking.co.uk forward slash TZL. And uh, we've got some great speakers lined up and it's just all about helping each other getting through this and we're going to get the events industry back up and running. Uh, fantastic. Um, well, blimey, I told you it would go really quickly. Um, better go around and look at you or try and look at you when you're doing it. Um, Paul's assembled a, a real good gang of, who've opened up to us with their stories you know and okay we had a little bit of fun with the dog and cat names as well but that's just that's just my fault as ever uh so matthew humphreys ashley yates caroline bramwell dave doolin uh paul newton charlotte elizabeth ben coates paul spicer uh thanks ever so much for being part of the show for sharing your expertise hope you've enjoyed it um who knows in a month or two's time we can have you all in the studio and uh, it'll be great to see you physically in person uh, in the meantime really appreciated your contributions thanks for sharing them with me right, thank you for letting thank us you. do this thank you and that's your lot for this week thank you for listening if you've made it this far to the podcast please do hit that subscribe button follow us join the forum on the LMP Event Sound Forum. Do whatever you need to to make sure you stay in touch because you'll have more incredible content each week as we go through. So thank you once again to Black Country Radio for the coverage and, of course, to Mr Steve Parker and everybody from the forum that was involved. Thank you and good afternoon. Lights out. <laughs>